Oh, it's Vex. What's up? Oh, what's up, dude? Welcome to uh, Yeti After Dark. My guest tonight is Vex Electronica, all the way from Canada. Vex, how are you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm very good now that I've had a snack. How about you? I am a little pissed off, Vex. Let me tell you why. Okay. Um, I left the recording that we just got done making, and it turns out my dog has pissed in the laundry room. So I had to, <laughs> so I had to take him back out. Wait, I had to take him out back and bust a cap in the back of his dome. I don't believe that for a moment. Which part don't you believe? I don't believe because we just talked about how someone pissed on a picture of you. So I think that this is a yeah. tribute. The fact that your dog pissed <laughs> in the laundry room. He thinks my 8750 <laughs> hoodies are so cool. He's like, I'm going to piss where they live. Woo-hoo! Exactly. It's oh. a tribute. There you go. Well, parts of that story are true. The part where he pissed in the laundry room. That is 100% true. Mrs. Yeti informed me of it. She, she comes in. And she goes, I think the dog peed in the laundry room. And I go. You think he peed in the laundry room? And she goes, ah, he peed in the laundry room. And I was like, ah, I guess I should take him outside. And like we just talked about in the last episode how it's like, oh, I should take the gun with me when I take the dog out at fucking midnight. Well, I didn't. <laughs> and now a cougar's going to get him. And now a or cougar's going to get him. He's still out there. I'm not letting him back in until he says sorry. And he's not sorry. Your yeah. dog is still out there? Yeah, he's out there. It'll be all right. It's like, pfft, it's not even too freezing. But he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll probably find something to hump just so you know i'm just kidding he's already back asleep on my bed oh yeah he's the prince of the comforter man he's the comforter king he's the prince um, after all that bugging my cats did they're now sleeping on my clean sheets that i've yet to put on the actual bed why do cats do that like my cat i was folding my laundry the other day and that little fuck came and laid down on my sweatshirts as i was folding them and i was like you little dick like these are clean get off my shit my cats sleep with me every night so it's my bed is their bed there you go i'm telling you because i re-listened to the last episode several times on like kelsey and the part where I was like, you will not give a shit about your cats when you have kids. And you're like, I press X for doubt. And I'm like, <laughs> I press R for remember this conversation. Because as soon as you have a kid, you will not give a fuck about those cats. Oh, they will only be an annoyance to you. It's so true. I don't want any pets after these ones. I swear to God, none. No pets. You guys are making me sad. I mean, No, don't be sad. You'll love your kid. You won't care about these cats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I finally have a kid, I'm going to come back and I'll be like, yeah, you were wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. Fucking game on, lady. <laughs> we'll <It's> see. Okay. <laughs> I, I, be- I will bet you 100 pesos. So I last, in the beginning of this episode, because this is, we, we have been pumping out long ass episodes. We have so yeah. much fun. We nicknamed your husband DM for the Dangle Master. Dragon Master. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> The so once, dangle master, huh? 
There's something oh. dangling out of his asshole. That's yeah, what's happening here? I thought of that when I was outside in the dark with the dog. <laughs> the dangle, the DM, the dingle dangle master. Um, so once you throw one of them babies up into that womb, we need you back in here to tell us. Because here's the thing, Vex. The longer that it goes between this conversation and you having a kid, each day we roll the dice. And the, the dice roll is that if will Jeff piss you off today to the point where you're like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay. It's true because so many people fuck off and never come back. Oh, I call I mean, this podcast the Game of Thrones of podcasts. It's fucking okay, it's so true. true. So here's how you know that I will come back. Okay. Yes. Exhibit A. Yes. We had an over four hour podcast yeah. last week. True. True okay. that. On your Egg. first episode, too. That, Holy man. shit. No, yeah. I love it. It was great. I'm telling you, though, that that don't mean shit. Hold on, hold on. You okay. haven't let me present my whole case, sir. <laughs> I do know how that no, goes. Shut Please the continue. Fuck up, yeah. You shut I'm the sorry. fuck up. Stop yelling at me. Exhibit B. Okay. Kelsey and I were able to get along with our interest in tits. Okay. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exhibit C. That's happened with Abby, you... and Abby's gone, but okay. <laughs> I have given you three potential podcast titles in this episode alone. Oh, that's true. That's spicy. And exhibit D. Mm. Oh, fuck. I just had D and I lost it. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Just had D and I lost it. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, okay. (laughs) When you gave me the welcome quiz, I asked you. That wasn't. I like. That's it. That wasn't even as bad as I thought it would be. That's true. No, that is true. I Mm -hmm. totally hear you. But like you just got done explaining near minutes ago that women be emotional bitches. And here's the thing. I'll think I will say I'm like, oh, I, I got a funny thing that I'm going to say. This will be great. And then I'll say it. And you'll be like, oh, go fuck yourself, guy. And I'll be like, oh, oh, okay. I didn't mean to such an ass. Come no, on. No, no. OK, let's hear it. Let's hear it first. No, I don't have it right now. Oh, it just no, they, will happen one day. Oh, it, it will, will just happen happened. one day. OK, yeah. well, then yeah. I'll just call you out on it. OK, here's the thing you have. To I wish understand. you would. About what? Vex Electronica, okay? Yes. I have an honorary dick. Ooh. Oh, I got to oh. name this podcast, <laughs> this segment. Huh? <laughs> Exhibit me a horn title. <laughs> you have what now? <laughs> and how'd you I, get that? And I have happened? an honorary penis because I don't give a fuck. And because I don't get all emotional like all these other bitches on these streets. Dude, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll okay, find, we'll out. find out. A hundred having... pesos, I'm telling you. Uh, dude, that is a 10 cents. I am down. <laughs> now, I will say, I will say the Yeffy boy here has run off far more men than he has women. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, I have this now, thing where I get like a buddy who's got a big bushy beard and I'm like, that's a manly fella. And then I'll upset his sensibilities and he goes running into the woods. Dang. Well, this is how you know, like usually the men that have beards these days are trying to cover up how low their T levels are. Ooh. So you can't trust a man with a beard all the time. I'm Except for Beard. Dude, the guy in our Discord named Beard, Beard of Liberty, he wants you to know only one thing, and that is that your butthole only has so many good miles on it, and you will blow it out if you're not careful. So you need to keep track on your odometer. <laughs> How many miles you're putting on that booty hole? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a, I remember there Vex, was a are you listening to me? 
I am, but I was just recalling that, like, now that you bring up the the butthole thing again, yeah, I'm, I remember there was like a medical article like some years ago about how there's been an uptick in like rectal cancers because people keep engaging in a lot of like anal activities and yeah. it keeps like ripping the anus and bacteria gets in there yeah. and it leads to a lot of issues later down the line. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you you can get ass cancer. If you also don't watch that beard of Liberty wants one thing and that is to help you avoid ass cancer. There you go. So ass watch cancer. the orifice odometer. Watch the, the odometer. <laughs> All right. Okay. So Vex again, I don't want to run you off. I really don't. Most oh. of the people I've run off. I did not intend to do it. It just fucking happens. I don't yeah. know what it is about me. I yeah. hate it. So, okay, uh, this does raise an interesting question, though. Yeah. Why do the men leave, but the women stay? Not all the women stay. There's (laughs) only only one woman who has stayed, and that is me. Oh. And she fucked off her entire year one time. (laughs) This is true. I did. True story. I don't even remember. For a valid reason, though? I forgot why it even happened. Why did you fuck off? It had to do with a podcast. (laughs) Oh, that's a horrible reason then. You, yeah, so you fucked on him. Well, he kind of fucked on everybody. That's kind of what happened. What? I really don't remember what happened. Oh, okay. So this is when we had a another podcast that we had all started as a group. It was like a a group activity of It was friends. called uh the Iron Wolf Pack, yeah. The Iron Wolf Pack. And uh so we all had what we thought was part ownership in what the we thought. Yep, 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 yep. So we we thought that we had part ownership in this. And then Yeti F here was like, I'm changing my name to Yeti F and uh I'm taking over this podcast and y'all can get fucked. And we were like, What? Really? Huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You you changed your name to Yeti F and you were like, Yeah, I'm taking Dude, over this thing. And yo, Vex, like, that's a high T move, huh? That, that is kind of a high team move. I'm gonna have and, to. And then, I alpha dogged you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you were all like, "So this is my podcast now, and we're gonna do what I want to do." And da 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 da. And we were all like, "Wait, what? Huh? What's happening?" Rant. No, that's not. And then, and then you started like getting all like, "No, this is my podcast, and I'm gonna do what I want." And we were like, "Okay." And then it got kind of weird. And then I was like, "You know what?" Here's my memory of like how it shook so out. Much. And, and I hope I was, that this I'm doesn't make fuck you off. fuck off. Okay. <laughs> my memory of it is that we were doing a podcast and you told us about the time that you joined a cult. And that spooked me. I don't know why, man. I wasn't ready to hear it. I was just like, whoa, weird. You joined a cult? Yeah, oh, she was yeah. in the cult. Mm-hmm. I'm totally cool with it. But for some reason, back in the day, dude, it fucking spooked me. And I was like, I don't even know about this. So I think I started acting weird towards you. And then that yeah. caused you to fuck off because that's how I would break up with girlfriends back when I was in high school. I'd just be a total asshole until they were like, you know what? I'm leaving. And I'd be like, uh, hate to see you go. <laughs> but what are we going to do? Oh, uh, yeah, I could see that. I've I worked mean, on is, that. It is creepy to find out that your buddy that you've known for a while was in a cult. And then we weren't like, nearly <laughs> as good of friends then hold as on, we are on. now. Just to, I, I need to ask. I'm sorry. It's a, I, <laughs> Vex is yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, Vex, all of this is documented in the podcast. It's really good. It's called 8750. You should check it out. <laughs> I have yeah, to go through the archives now. then, you know, but like this is an itching question right now. Yeah, go ahead. Scratch. What was the cult dedicated to? 
Jesus, um, like always. Yeah. Basically. So you were in like one of those, uh, was it the Mormon cult or whatever? No, it wasn't Mormon. It was like a non-denominational. They uh, made her do push-ups and like ring a bell. And like if she let her team down, they all got mad at her. Yeah, that's true. So mm-hmm. you played gym games? Gym games, no, yeah. No, so that was an event that we did that lasted for four days. And we didn't know how long it was going to last or whatever. It was so weird. Um, We wore the same clothes for four days we didn't sleep at all and we had to play mind games and it was basically like navy seal training um with no end because we didn't fucking know when it was going to end and it was like you had to do um push-ups and you had to like do this like obstacle course through mud and shit and puke because kids were doing so much exercise that they were just puking everywhere I asked and in like, the Discord what episode you tell the whole story. Okay. Um, yeah, and like kids were like peeing themselves and having to like shit themselves because if they went to the bathroom, then their team would be physically punished while they were gone. So it was like they couldn't go to the bathroom. They just had to like go in their pants. So, and it was so like, you were you were in a battle royale cult. Yeah. Yeah. It she was, didn't it was, win. It was pretty intense. And like there's a whole like NBC I think it was NBC that did it, but there was like a whole thing on this cult, like, and that's what actually led to the downfall of this cult because it, it was really popular in like the nineties, um, among teenagers because they held events that happened all over the country. Um, like weekend events that churches from everywhere would go to and, and take their youth groups to and stuff. And, um, so everybody in the country basically knew who these people were, but they didn't know like the backstory of what was happening, like behind the scenes and behind the scenes, it was a straight up cult. And what, what is it I, called? Um, she'll tell you on discord. Uh, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, okay. I'll send it to you. But, um, and so I went to work there because I went to Thailand with these people and I met. I should have put it together because you were like, "Oh, I've been to Thailand, and I know Kelsey, and she don't travel." I was like, "Wait, you've been to Thailand?" And you're like, "Yeah, it was for like a cult, like or you didn't say cult. You're like, it's a, ch- a church thing." And I was like, "Something's fishy." Yeah, so I went to Thailand twice. I went once with them when I was 16, and then I went again when I was in the middle of the cult uh, for su- tsunami relief. Um, so that tells you about when this happened. Mm-hmm. But it, but anyway, so um, the first time I went to Thailand with them, I had a group leader um, who was a total bitch. She was the biggest bitch I think I've ever met in my life. And she was horrific to me. She Was, was she a, a huge bitch? She was a huge bitch. And, um, and so I just remember being like, she's part of this, this group. She, Ministry, and if that's, that's the way, bitch. sorry, took yeah. me a minute to find it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, so if if she's part of this ministry and that's how they treat people, then I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna change it. And that was my mindset at like 16 years old. Like she's I'm gonna, gonna go. conquer the world. Yeah, like I'm gonna go and I'm gonna make a difference. Once you stop rad. ripping bong hits off of this apple, you're gonna go change this. Cult. Oh my god, yeah. So, so. I joined this cult for a year. I give it one year of my time and I volunteered like, so I did not at all this entire time that I worked there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I lived in a dorm 
and I worked for a summer camp, which was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had. Like working for a summer camp was fucking rad. Okay. Um, loved it. However, um, it also came with a lot of like psychological conditioning that happens in a cult. And what I thought I was going there to change ended up really fucking with me. And I ended up probably the most depressed I've ever been in my entire life. And I just wanted to die. And By we the keep time asking you if you've received like health services, like mental health services for these issues. And you're like, nah. no, yeah, no, I, n- like, I never. That's a huge trauma. Seek help. And you're like, nah. yeah, I never like <laughs> sought help for that. Um, Seek it now. Oh, yeah. Like I'm it now. But oh. like, <laughs> I'm just telling you that like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one year was a really rough year for me. Wow. But but I did end up getting out and I still had a lot of that like conditioning going on. It took me several years to get past like the condition. I've been trying to brainwash I, it out of you there. for so long now. Like, oops. oh my God. Like they, they would condition you for things like your relationships and your politics and right. your like the entire. Thank part God we your- finally got rid of that pesky husband years, right? Oh my God. So like, okay, for example, if I can just tell you guys some of the crazy shit that they taught me in this. No, I'm bored. Yeah. No. Are you really bored? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. How can you get bored during a cult story? I've heard it before. That's why this is my like fourth time through it. But yes, tell me. Okay. So the, the lead guy, um, his wife used to teach the women um about relationships romantic relationships and so we had several classes that all the girls had to go to to learn about what would being they teach good, you being a good wife and what that looks like and da 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 quick and time out. i i don't recall you telling me this well i'm going to give you a little tidbit okay like i really want to tell you this so she told us that the only godly way to have sex was missionary position because in the shade in the beat off shed no, she's wrong. It's to go to the beat off shed. Yeah, that's the conservative way to do it. But she said <laughs> mis- missionary position was the only way that you could have sex that God would approve of. And um, she also told us that our husbands should never, ever see us naked. What? <gasps> the sheet. The they sheet. made you put a sheet. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. So she was like, don't ever let your husband see you naked or he won't find you desirable anymore. Like what? What the fuck? I think she has that backwards. I think so. So you guys put a sheet on your body, like between your bodies, right? So that you can just see like the neck up and then there was a hole where your, your, your pussy was. That's it. Like, and we couldn't like, um, are you confirming the sheet? No, because we couldn't date. (laughs) We were not allowed to date. We weren't allowed to date people at all. We weren't allowed to watch TV. We weren't allowed to listen to music that was not like Christian and approved by them. It was like, the craziest shit it was like and, a um, cult <laughs> it was like a cult yeah and so um so yeah it was a pretty wild time but i got out and i was unconditioned and here i am on 8750 podcast talking about boobies have you also been unconditioned to learn that you can only have sex in missionary because i mean like dog <laughs> no. is pretty fun um well that is know. the only way <laughs> so fellas start working on those delts you got to yeah. hold yourself up 
Mm. <laughs> I got bitches all on my dick and every day. Sucking on my boats, licking on my boats. Big shout out to Kelly for finding the full version of that song. And- <laughs> oh, he sure did. And he, he posted sure it in the Discord. He sure did. Bex, I want you in that Discord more often, please. Okay, uh, I will find a way to turn my notifications so that I only get notifications from your Discord. How about yeah. that? Yeah, that's I'll figure out how to do that. Turn down so, for what? Down for what? <laughs> All right. Propane so and propane accessories. Mm-hmm. No, we weren't done because that's oh. your remembrance of why we broke up for a year. And I see it as like, I remember the, you told me about the cult stuff on an episode of the old podcast with me and Ace. And I was like, I am getting fucking weirded out by this whole fucking thing. I'm kind of done with all of this shit. And then, then that's when you fucked off. I don't recall changing my name to anything and being like, this oh, is yeah. mine. I do yeah, not yeah, recall yeah. that. I do not yeah, recall that. I you do totally not recall did. it. Don't yep. recall it. It is a high T move and one that makes Vex respect me, but I don't recall it. <laughs> Oh, I never said I respected you for it. But I, I think it was implied. I think I, that I can acknowledge sub- it was a high T move. Okay. I think the subtext, though, you were like, "Wow, what a guy!" In a "Wow, yeah. what an asshole" kind of guy way. I mean, asshole, <laughs> fucking choice, top tier beef. Yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> it does it twice. Um, cool. So, Kelsey, it's your topic. You'd want to yeah. talk about. I want to talk about horrible bosses. And so like in the previous episode for our freebie listeners, um, we were talking about how women suck at driving. We were being, Vex was being misogynistic as fuck. (laughs) Yes, she sure was. And now it's my turn to be misogynistic. Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So I, this is a little spicy and I feel bad for saying this, but every boss that I have ever had that was female has been a huge bitch. Wow. Huge bitch. I have never had a good female boss. And it's because they play mind games. They they like to pit women against each other and they get mm-hmm. jealous and catty uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they gossip uh-huh. and they're horrible and they like to hold control. So they mm-hmm. won't they won't train you or they won't tell you certain pieces of information because internally they want you to fucking fail. Now here's the thing. And so it's like really up. I've and had... I don't think women should be in, in management because of that. Oh wow. I've had many, many I've had more way more female bosses than I've had male. I've had like two male bosses. Mm-hmm. We got along great. But every female boss I've had, I also got along great with them. Explain. Really? Were you wearing those leather pants from your high school days? <laughs> Absolutely. Then there's your yeah. answer. Oh, <laughs> they wanted to get in them. They like pants. that shiny ass. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're also not a female. No. And if you were a female, you would not get along with them. And here's why. Because women are taught from a very young age to not like other women. I don't know why. You're taught that or is it instinctual? It's uh, It could be a little bit of both. Vex, but what say ye? I am. Uh, I I agree with uh, Kelsey Balls here. I don't know about the teaching women, but I think it's just like more of a like socially, it's considered the norm, right? Like, yeah, yeah. 
we're just, we're kind of like weirdly competitive in ways that we don't need to be competitive. And it's really totally. ironic because we now live in like a modern society where it's like queen and yes, girl. And, but at the same time, like these are the same women that will like put you down immediately or just completely disregard you and basically, you know, like Kelsey mentioned, psychologically manipulate you. So, yeah. And I have been psychologically manipulated by all of my female bosses in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like, like, for example, one of my female bosses, um, she, okay, I got employee of the year. I got employee of the month several times. And then I got employee of the year. And then I won a trip to go to this innovative conference because I did such a great job on a project. Is this and- cult stuff? No, this is at my county job, my government job. Oh, wow. The government sending you places? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I had a good job, right? And I liked it. It was super easy. But um, my boss, she she had a position that was opening up. And she pit me against another girl. And she knew from the very moment that that position became open who she wanted for that role. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she kept making me jump through hoops and jump through hoops and jump through hoops and jump through hoops. But she Is had it like no the intention. That we have to jump through to be Vex's friend. Yeah, a hundred percent. Wow, totally. Mm-hmm. And you, so, yeah. oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like she, she did not want to hire me for that job, but she kept like kept me on a carrot string, you know, like you're going to get this job if you continue to do this and just keep doing it. And so I would work and work and work and work and work and work and work. For free, mind you, doing all these things, giving all these innovative ideas and implementing all these new projects. Like, for example, when I first started this job, we used to record documents and do marriage licenses and things like that. It took Mm -hmm. over a week to record Mm -hmm. a document. Why? I have no fucking idea. So government. I, so I implemented government, right? Right. So I implemented all of these little tiny changes that changed the entire way that we recorded a document. So now if you go to that county and you have a document like a mortgage or something that you need to record, they will record it for you on and hand you back your document. It does not take a week. And it does not take a week because of me. I'll tell and- you what, government though likes taking a week because you get paid either way. That's true. That's, That's true. true. But they always had goals for me to, like, keep reaching for those goals. So they were, like, up it and up it and up it and up it. And I was, like, doing so well. And yet she gave it to someone that had been working there longer than me but did way less than me. And she knew she was going to give the job to that person from day one. And then, then this is the real fuckery. Another department had a management position that was opening up. And she came to me privately and said, they love you. They want you to come work in this department. You would be really great. They want you to apply for it and, and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, is that something you're interested in? And if so, then you, you should go ahead and and put in. And I was like, okay, yeah. Like I'll look into it and see what I think. So I put in for it and I went through the interview process. And they ended up hiring someone else that they knew they were going to give the job to. But she came to me and intentionally made me apply for it. This is the real kicker because she wanted to see if I was loyal to her department or not. What a coot. My God. What a fucking bitch. And when (laughs) I found out, I flipped my shit. And I was like, I'm. How did you find out? 
So I found out because she let it slip to someone else in the other department. And it was one of the managers. And, the and she manager, told you? And she totally told me because she was like, <laughs> listen, like, like you deserve better. And I'm going to tell you what happened. And I was like, okay. And she fucking told me. And I was like, fuck she's yeah. She's a real one. She's a gossip, yeah. but she's a real one. <laughs> yeah. She, being for real. And I knew she was for real because I knew that she had done that to me in my department. So mm-hmm. I knew that that was some sh- shady shit that she would do. And so I was like, what the fuck? So I called her out on it. And she was like, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, I don't understand this at all. But I could read right through her because I'm super empathetic and I'm highly sensitive and I can like fucking read people like a book. And I was like, you fucking cunt. But I never said that, of course, it was in my head. But I was like, okay, like, that's fine. And then I quit my job like two months later. Low T, low T, should I write to her face? Oh, God, no. I, 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 mm-mm. Blow both barrels. Ba-bow. I should have, but like, those are the kind of games that female managers play. And like, I had another female manager that told me that I would be great for a management position at a bank when I worked in in banking. I worked in banking for eight years. And she was like, you should be a branch manager. You got this. Like, I'm going to need you to write up a business plan. Like, do it. And like, you will do so good. Like, let's, let's put this together. We'll put together your business plan. And I was like, okay. And she's like, this is the four things that it needs. And I was like, all right. I write out a fucking business plan for this branch that was so good. So good. I was so proud of myself because I had never done a business plan before. But I I know that this and here's why I know I've never done good. one, but it was fucking cherry. No, but, but hold on. I'll I'll explain why I know it was fucking cherry in just a second. <laughs> sure. So I apply for this job and I don't get it. They give it to a man, which was totally fine. Whatever. But well, like you say, men should be empowered. But but here's the real kicker. Every single motherfucking thing that I put in that business plan, the regional manager who was in my interview with me implemented for not that branch, but for all of the branches. Oh, he stole my entire fucking business plan and implemented it for the region. That's insane. And I did not get credit for any of it. Not a fucking piece of it. And I was like, (laughs) Kelsey's business plan is written in crayon and just said, make more money. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, all of you guys go out and make more money. And they did. And they didn't even give me credit for making that money. Dude, it was like a 20 page fucking business plan. It was like outlined. It was like, you know how your wife has excellent Excel spreadsheets? It was like that. It was so fucking good. You know what drives me crazy? My wife has taught me to read the manual of fucking shit I buy, and it's nuts. I got a a shop vac for Christmas from her parents, which is fucking rad. But it's like you need to put it together and put the feet on and, like, put the little handle on. And, like, next thing you know, I'm reading through the instructions and actually, like, learning how to do it the right way the first time instead of just guessing. Oh, Mm -hmm. fuck yeah, Mrs. Yeti. Fuck yeah. Very nice. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Teach a man how to read. Well, I still can't oh read. It, it takes the better part of a day for me to get through even the simplest of instruction. But yeah, dude, I used to be the type of guy who just see an instruction manual and I just eat that thing into the garbage with fucking passion. I just fucking passion. You and every other guy ever. High T, alpha move, max respect from Vex. But now I'm reading these fucking manuals at low T. 
no respect from Bex. Mm-hmm. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bex, you said that you have a bunch of really good boss stories. Do, do they involve female bosses or? Yes, yes, it's a mix, actually. There's there's oh, some okay. quite unbelievable right. things that happen in all my boss stories. Um, was that a sound effect or you yeah, that just was a yelling boner. sound? Boner. Boner. Actually, no, there's a boner involved in one of them. Oh! <laughs> so, I guess we'll just start from teenagehood and we'll move onwards. <laughs> okay. Nice! So, um, okay, so my first job was like a newspaper delivery, and then after that, when I was like 16, I had a friend that lived like two doors down from me. And we were like best friends for a while in high school. And her uh, mom and dad co-owned a sandwich shop. I don't, do you guys have Quiznos in the U.S.? Oh, yeah. yeah we got Quiznos. Okay. We have Quiznos signs. So they, you remember those? <laughs> the Quiznos mice? Yeah. Because they are good to us. We love Quiznos eyes. Because they're tasty they, and they're dusty. And we eat the Quiznos eyes. They owned a Quiznos and like their daughter, my like their daughter, my friend also worked there. So they hired me as well. We got a pepper bar. So um, I didn't like the job, first of all, because like some of the employees they had were weird. But the other thing, too, is because like I was like a friend and like I knew the family. I also knew all the weird stuff behind the scenes and also like knew why some things at the business weren't going well. Like like, what? Her mom was a really bad heroin addict. Oh, oh. Um, and it kind of like it would get to the point where like sometimes like I would be like hanging out with her at her place and it would be like one in the morning because she's only two houses away. Right. So we would hang out to like all hours and like her dad would like we would hear her mom and her dad like having arguments or like her mom would like disappear randomly in the middle of the night. And then we'd hear like her dad like calling people to see like where she had gone and all this stuff. Wow. And they had like moved a couple years like after we started becoming friends. And then there was one instance where like I would just like sometimes either walk home because it was like a 20 minute walk or like if it wasn't like too late, my brother would come and get me. And so on occasion they would drop me off at home. And then there was one time it was really awkward. Just like I've got to go and look out for like go look for her name. You know, I won't say her name. And he would like. Right, Barbara I gotta, I gotta go try and find Barbara. I'll drop you off at home on my way. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to be in the car, but okay. Her dad was really nice though. Like I felt genuinely bad for the guy because like his wife straight up like walked all like all over him. Yeah, but, like they had two kids, so like I can understand why he stayed. But was so a there was heroin that. Addict? She was I... a heroin addict. Yeah have a slight side story about heroin my sister dated this guy and he was like older than she was and he had just gotten a divorce because his wife got addicted to painkillers prescription painkillers once that prescription ran out and she couldn't get those anymore she got onto heroin got a divorce from him to marry a biker that she had met just recently and gone to vegas with wow wow heroin is no good kids it really isn't (laughs) Um, oh, but like I lost that job because then they just like stopped schedule, like she stopped scheduling me and I didn't know. And then I eventually I just didn't have a job anymore, apparently. So there was that. Did um, you guys have the commercial with the little squid monkey things that was like, we love those hands? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Oh, we are sending you those in the discord and you must yep, okay. watch them. Okay. And then now as we progress, 
Uh, I worked at an EB Games or a GameStop for a while. Yeah, were you a key holder? Uh, so I started off as a part time, then I became a key holder after a week because nice. the company was so understaffed. Wow. Yeah, you can move up there fast. Was, there was uh, a time where I was training to become a store manager. So at the time I gotten hired on, like in my area, there were a lot of people moving around and a lot of management moving around. So the boss I had when I was hired on, he was great, but then he got relocated to another store and I got relocated to another one where the assistant manager was a short fat woman. And <laughs> she was like, she came off as really nice because she was extremely soft spoken, but she like was really subtle in the ways that she would manipulate you. So when I find like, she kind of like, she did the same thing where she kind of like encouraged me to like, oh yeah, you should go and be assistant manager training and all this. And I can help you and all this stuff. And then when push came to shove, she just like would fuck off completely. Like she wouldn't answer texts. She wouldn't answer calls. And then oh. she just disappear sometimes because her boyfriend would have mental health issues. Right. So it's just, and then when I left that job, like she was really friendly about giving me a reference and everything. And then I never heard fuck all from her. Is EB wow. Games as bad to work for as YouTube makes it sound? It is a horrible company to work for in every respect. Like, if you can avoid working anywhere, avoid working at a GameStop. Wow. So sex work yeah. before GameStop. Pretty much, yeah. Onlyfans <laughs> before GameStop. Hey, OnlyFans <laughs> pays a lot. If you Kelsey, I would Kelsey know. would know. <laughs> I would know. I got foot pics and my boobies out there. The tiggle bitties? <laughs> maybe oh these my boobies my massive fucking titties my super stuffed up milkies my hunger bonger doinky boinkies my what fabric stretching wind flapping gravity welling sex notes. it's the monkey that makes me laugh the hardest <laughs> i love the <laughs> Uh, so then I went on to work for a mobile company for a while, like phones. Yeah. And then that was, that actually wasn't bad for a while, except like I worked. phones. Phones. <laughs> no, As if we thought it was like mobile phones. a job that was always on the move. <laughs> like you're always just, cost it's like a circus and you're just constantly moving. <laughs> So like, like the boss I had there was fine. Like he, it was like mostly dudes that I worked with and they were all pretty chill and all that stuff. It was in a super, super Israeli area, which I didn't like. Um, oh, Hey. Okay. Here's my reasoning though. Just from working in an area where the population is predominantly straight from Israel Jews, straight from Israel Jews are hard. Jay. Holy shit. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's rivaling me. I can right see now. why you and Kelsey get along so well. Jesus yeah. Christ. You guys hang out at the clan rally too. <laughs> no, but the, the ones straight from Israel are some of the most self-centered narcissistic people you will ever meet. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right so like mrs but, yeti works with a, a bunch of people in israel and she is said that like they can be abrasive there you go right um so there was a woman who was our district manager and like there was a time where so it was the way they had ranked it is like time out they're also super rad and like straight to the point like that's the part that comes out like they don't butter anything up they're like here's what we're doing this is wrong that's wrong fix that and then we'll be fine no, I've never heard that. I, it's just more been like, I'm in the right, you're in the wrong, even Ooh. if it's really obvious I'm in the wrong. Oh, I want to hear those stories. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, 
So the district manager was a female and the way the company had it laid out is there were tier A, B and C stores. So A were like the the busiest stores, right? They would be at kind of like the landmark malls and all of that stuff. And then the C tier ones would be like the booths inside smaller areas. So I was at like, usually you get hired at a tier C and then they work you up. So like consistently I would make top sales in a tier C location for my district. And I desperately wanted to move to a store that was closer to home because the one I got hired to was like a 40 minute drive. And the one near home was just way more convenient, not only for distance, but for a multitude of other reasons. So this woman actually refused to move me up. And I heard this like through the channels after I left, but she just didn't want another woman competing closer to home because she filled in at that store sometimes. Oh, mm -hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I left that because I ended up going back to school again. And then I couldn't like, I couldn't balance like work and school for a while. So I left that. And then fast forward a little bit, I graduated again. And then I started working in the environmental industry for a bit. Environmental industry? Yes. Like what? Uh, so I have a background in environmental engineering. What does that mean? Ooh. So it means like, so, okay, the best example I give is usually, you know how before construction happens on a building, they do all these environmental investigations for the uh, area. Like ground soil and stuff like and, that. Yeah, air quality, Storm water, water and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's all that stuff. Cool. Um, so I got a government <laughs> I'm like job. into it and you're like, well. <laughs> you gum up progress, goddammit. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I will Chicken butt, this. that's what. <laughs> no, why? Um. People that work okay. in the environment. Chicken pot pie. You know how? How? <laughs> Chicken cow. Chicken cow. cow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how Bex. <laughs> she gives no fuck. I got bitches all on my dick and every day. Sucking on my balls. This is why I have so many friends. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so um, people that do work in the environmental industry, though, I've noticed just across the board are some of the most miserable people I've ever met. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're kind of on my side, a little low key. <laughs> exactly. And they don't know fuck all about what they're talking about. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so I worked in the government, like at a government job for a while, and that was actually okay. Like the female boss I had there, she was actually like pretty nice. She was just like really self conscious. And like by the time I left, she was telling me about how desperate she was to have sex in her marriage again. I was like, okay, that's that's kind of weird, but okay. <laughs> wow. So I went to this other place after that. Um, it was like an environmental charity organization, like a small local one. And it was all run by women. There were no men working there. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> uh oh the, did y'all sync up your cycles and get real bitchy once a month oh my god so okay <laughs> when it's when it's the summer like this is relevant okay in the summertime i tend to wear a lot of summer dresses okay in the wintertime Me i just too. wear 
cute oh. too. Yeah, they're cute. Oh. In the wintertime, I just wear leggings and hoodies that because it's comfy and I don't, you know, whatever. It keeps me warm. This is another reason why we get along. Because <laughs> there you go. And you so, both don't wear 8750 hoodies just to piss me off. I have an 8750 hoodie. I have four of them. And, and I they're in your wear, closet. No, they're in my drawer. And I do wear them. Mm-hmm. I just didn't wear them to my meetup with Lisa because it was still wet from the laundry and the other ones are too big. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Continue, Max. <laughs> so the woman that founded this organization and who was my like mate, like the high tier boss, her name was Susan. <laughs> Susan. That's uh, a bitch she, name right there. Right. Yeah, she was an older woman. Karen. She had the Karen haircut and all that stuff. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Susan's gonna get in your ass. Mm-hmm. And the woman that worked below her, that was like the main person I reported to, was Aileen or Aslin or something like that. Aslin okay. is gonna suck up to a Susan, hundred <laughs> percent. She yeah. she also was an older woman. Okay, so when I got hired on, they were really desperate for someone to fill a role, and at the time, I was waiting to hear back on a job from the army. So I was very transparent in saying when they hired me that. I am available for like six months of this contract if that's okay with you. And they were totally okay with it. Cause women the, it was... in the army. It's <laughs> a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that story. Um, so when I got, so they didn't actually train me or anything. All they did the first day I was there is they made me sit and read all these manuals and that's it. Right. I was like, I consistently performed all the tasks that they asked for. If there was something that like I had been like, I hadn't done before, I made sure to go to them to look over it first because, you know, I didn't want it to reflect poorly or anything. Right. And it's also constructive feedback. Um, They also like Susan would make fun or like poke at like the way I would dress. So like the way the office was situated is like, my desk was like down a small hallway from her office. So if the door was open, she could see like what I was doing and stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was a phone there. And like, sometimes we'd have to make like phone calls for like public events and all that stuff. And I don't know what it was, but she didn't like the reason, like she didn't like that I wore leggings, but she was totally okay with the fact that the rest of her staff wore leggings, which I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here, but all right. She, are so, you like, it just doesn't make sense. Are you like super attractive or something? Is that what's rubbing her the wrong way? I was just wearing hoodies though. It's not like my ass is hanging out. Like the hoodies are all, I all wear are baggy. So like they cover everything. Hmm. Right. It's like, I'm not wearing anything revealing or titillating or anything like that. Um, and it was- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sound effects. Keep going into it this episode. <laughs> she would also poke fun at like my dietary choices because I have a lot of food allergies, so I have to be very specific with what I eat. I'm so a vegan. Would... Tell me about it. <laughs> By choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to everything with no choice. <laughs> what are you allergic so, to? Pineapple okay. juice. Okay, I am allergic <laughs> to wheat, dairy, asparagus, cranberries pork, whey, and most recently, avocado. <laughs> nice. Tell me more about what you can't eat. Um, I can't eat red meat either because that puts too much stress on my stomach. 
I don't. Oh, does it make of... you blow up the bathroom? <laughs> Opposite. I don't go at all. Oh, oh yeah, constipation. <laughs> and then I also can't eat very like starchy carbs because the same reason my entire body just bloats up. Like I retain water like no tomorrow. So I, I have to be just very careful so I'm not in a constant pain, like state of discomfort. So <laughs> what I would do is like I would have like a oatmeal in the morning before I went to work. And then my lunch would just be like a fruit and veg protein smoothie, essentially. So you're bare, you're eating very little in front of everybody. You're, she's, you're sh- you must be attractive. You're shaming this lady. <laughs> That's what it is. Right? I don't know. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. Like you come in, you're looking better than everybody else in leggings. You're eating like next to nothing, just shaming all these fat fucking slobs. And she's like, God damn it, I hate this bitch. Yep. Well, here's the other thing. It's like threatened. I would I would take that smoothie with me and because like the where our office was, it was located backing onto a reserve. So for my 30 minute break, I'd take that smoothie with me and then just walk for 30 minutes. Because I'd be sitting. Oh, and you're exercising too. Yeah, <laughs> you're shaving this that. bitch. Oh, Susie can't take it. No. But I don't say anything, right? I just like I'll you don't like, need hey, to. I'm that like, even makes like... it worse. You're not even rubbing it in. You're just doing it quietly. Oh, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> How dare so, you? How dare you, like, Bex? You suck. <laughs> Three months into this like contract, like I went. So my birthday is in early December. So. I decided to go to a rave in Montreal the weekend of my birthday. A so rave, I took- you say? <laughs> <laughs> I love raves. Oh, cool. <laughs> so- this is where me and you and our similarities part. <laughs> <laughs> so, I so like I took the dick because we had like a weekend conference like a few weeks before that. So like to balance it off, they're like, "Yeah, you can just take." When a day you say off. you love raves, you mean you love Molly, right? No comment. But she did wait. <laughs> the mixture of both. Okay, I can do rave with or without it. Yeah, yeah, fuck off. No, you can't. Nobody yes, likes I raves can. unless you're on drugs. That shit's obnoxious. I love it to dance. dance. I was so completely fun. sober and I went to a rave one time and my bracelet popped off and all my beads hit the floor. And let me tell you, every single motherfucking person in there dropped to their hands and knees and were popping those beads in their mouth like they were Molly. And I was like, what? the fuck is happening here yeah, that's kind of weird i was uh, the no. only person in the entire room still standing and i was like <laughs> and what the fuck just happened and i'm getting the hell out of here and i never went to a rave ever again <laughs> okay they're not all bad okay like i've been to some weird yes, raves they but... are no they're not they're not you just gotta get in the zone man if the zone there... is being high on drugs no, the zone is getting with the music. <laughs> no. That's the zone. If you're going there for the drugs, then of course you're not going to like it. <laughs> all right, all right. No, you will like it because you're on the drugs. If you're going there and not doing drugs, you'll be like me, annoyed. Okay. Back me. to the story, though, okay? Okay, back so to the story. We had a weekend conference, and then to like balance it off, they're just like, yeah, let us know, and we'll give you a day off. So I took like the Friday off before my birthday so I could drive out to Montreal. It's like a four-and-a-half-hour drive. So I go there, I have a good time. And then I come back and like three days later, I get horribly, horribly sick. This was December, 2019, by the way. Over from the drugs. No, I'm actually certain that it was COVID (laughs) because (laughs) of the timing and the location. Okay. Did you get a test? (laughs) No, I think so. Because uh, I was sick for just two months after that. All of the major outbreaks first happened in Montreal. And that's where most of the new immigrants land as well. 
Like Montreal was a hot spot for it. <laughs> Taking a minute to dunk on immigrants. I like you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so I get back and I'm really sick, like to the point where like I can barely function and I was supposed to help host this public event. So like I'm loading like all the stuff for the I'm like, don't worry, I'll I'll be there tomorrow, even though it's like painfully obvious that I shouldn't be working. So like Susan notices this finally after a day of me struggling and she's like, no, you can't go. I don't want you there representing us in the state you're in. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I like, I take the rest of the week off, which was like two more days. And then the weekend comes and Monday I'm like better enough to go back to work. So I go in on Monday, everything's fine. And then on like Thursday that week or something, Susan and Eileen or whatever, call me into their office. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> and they're like um we're not happy with your progress we're going to have to let you go i'm just like what do you mean like everything you've asked me to do i've done if there's something you didn't like i redid it to your standards and checked it it's like oh but we still have to check your work all the time like yeah because i give it to you to check and they're like well you had to take off all these days from work i'm like yeah because i was sick and it says in the policy that you made me read the first day i was here that since I'm a full-time employee, I'm entitled to eight paid days off. Oh, you read that manual. <laughs> Didn't yeah. see that coming, did you, Susan? Right? So they're just like, I'm sorry, but we just can't afford to keep you on because you're not fulfilling the duties that we need. Because like the position was dependent on government funding. And so like for the funding, they have to report back every X amount of months to make sure that I'm fulfilling the requirement. So they just let me go that day and whatnot. Now, I was supposed to get paid out for the rest of the month. They skimped me on that final paycheck. Motherfuckers. Been there. I've been skimped and then on my final paycheck. One too. of the other employees there had the gall to call me like a week after I'd been fired to ask, hey, we found lacy panties in one of the bathroom drawers and we <gasps> figured it was yours. <gasps> <gasps> Bitches. <laughs> And I'm just saying, why the why would I take my underwear off at work? I, I don't, yeah, Vex, I don't, why would you? Tell us about it. And I why would why would I'm they call so, you after they fired you to ask you well, about this that? Was one of the other employees, and like those girls were all really nice because they were like, what? Like they're clearly firing you because you took sick days, even though you needed them, and they've been completely disrespectful to you since you started. Like this is not right. It, like one of the other girls ended up getting fired because like she missed a receipt in some of the accounting and Susan lost her shit and threw a, a hissy fit and then fired her on the spot. Damn. <laughs> Susan, a bitch. Is right? Susan's real name Susan? Yes. How come we didn't say the other lady's name and we called her Barbara Streisand, but we'll say Susan? Because Susan's oh. a bitch. Yeah, because Susan's a bitch. And the other one is like was like a personal friend. So I don't want to call her out. How long has it been since you've been personal friends? 10, 12 years. Damn, dude. Vex takes secrets to the grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in shaming people if I can avoid it or burning bridges. Oh, right? I do. Oh, I do. I'm all about shame. <laughs> I, I used do. to not I used to not shame people and then they sent me dildo pics in my Listen, DMs, what goes around comes around. Like, That's why. Fuck? Well, what's coming around is dildo. a massive dildo. So yeah, got, I did not. You can't have none of that. I didn't want that in my DMs and I was like, oh no. And then I did not want the lingerie pics that came. And then I didn't want to know about him eating his own special sauce on tacos. I forgot and about the special sauce. And then I was like, all right, I believe in public shaming now because being private and keeping secrets is no bueno. 
You know how <laughs> like to that. help what goes around not come around is I don't send pictures of my dildos to anybody. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe I am more attractive than I think I am, and they were all just intimidated by me and my healthy ways. These sound like the ways that chicks treat the pretty one. Yep. Yep. Interesting. I've never considered myself the pretty one. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Um, I was also go. the only brown woman there. They were all oh, girls. Maybe they're racist. Maybe I, I thought they're jealous of your sweet tan. They're like, <laughs> I want to have dark skin like that. Wait a minute, you're gonna tan. tell me and Skeets that you're not actually blue, bro? You could see my profile picture. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you have purple hair. I thought that it was all in the hair. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was a a, a walking nightmare. And then um, after that, okay, I guess I did try to get back at them by like rating them on every employer website as the worst employer in the area. <laughs> so, I love how you're blowing up these catty bitches, and then you do a catty bitch move. Yeah, Fuck but it's yeah just, I didn't. I didn't actually do anything. Like I was very friendly. I did everything they asked. Like I wasn't a complete pushover, but like at the same time, like I liked the position. And I knew it would reflect good on me in the future. So, like, I did my genuine best at it, right? Yeah, not being were... sarcastic. I'm saying I'm with oh, you. Fuck them. Okay. And oh, they yeah. were always happy to put me at public events because I was the only one that wasn't an autistic nerd. I could actually talk to people in public Dude, and relate to them. We were talking about that in one of the very few and brief conversations that we had in the Discord Vex. Um, we were talking about how you were saying... Um, like, I don't get Final Fantasy, and I don't get this, and I don't get that. And I was like, yeah, dude, a lot of nerds are super autistic, and they're into shit that is fucking dumb. Just fucking dumb. But mm-hmm. they don't see that it's fucking dumb, because it's, they're just like, no, that's what I like. Because of the tism. Because yeah. of the tism. Mm-hmm. There you go. My tism shows up when it comes to making friends. <laughs> so there was that, and then I worked at a dealership as a, like, um, was it receptionist for a while? Kelsey, stop laughing so hard at that. <laughs> This is where the boner story comes in. <laughs> oh, wait, boner. <laughs> Kelsey's still laughing at me and my chism. So, so I got making plans. <laughs> it's hard for me to make and keep plans. It's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. God. Bruh. If you knew how many people he's run off. <laughs> I don't like it. I wish that they would stay. I'll but stay. they leave. I'll stay. I would Sorry. love to believe you. I really oh, would. God. I hope to believe you. Aaron in the di- like Aaron, our buddy Aaron, he's like, Yeffy boy, like you remind me of my younger brother. He's like, There's no way that you'll get me to fuck off. And so far, true to his word, I have not. And even Donkey Nuts Dave, he lets me dunk on his basic bitch wife all the time. (laughs) And he hasn't run off either. So there are some who have stuck around for a long time, despite me me and my tism doing its absolute best to run them away. Have have I outlasted Ace? I've been wondering this. Mm, Hold on. Me and Ace guy met in college when i was going to school for criminal justice oh. it would have been 10ish years how long have we been hanging out uh since okay so it's only been 5ish 
five-ish years, so I don't rival him yet. I got and you said you said he out for a year, so. And I did what now? You sat out for a year. You fucked off for a year. Oh, we, oh, fuck. So yeah. So we're only at like what four years? No, we've been friends for longer than four years. Have we? We met. Me and Mrs. Yeti have been together for eight years, and we met you pretty early when we were like dating. Yeah, that's true. So it's been a while. When did Pokemon Go come okay. out? Pokemon Go came out in 2016, so we probably met in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. Nailed it. Boom. So five years, and you fucked off for one so four. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, shit. Well, shit. All right. Okay. Yeah, dude, this guy was my BFF, and then I made jokes about him exploring his girlfriend's booty hole on the podcast, <laughs> and she was like, no more of him. <laughs> gotta go which i get it man if he's gonna marry her he's like you gotta be on her side i get it but there you are (laughs) sorry vex tell us about boners yes please do Um, so before i'm loving that sound effect before i had uh you'll be able to use it again actually oh i'll keep my mouse on it okay uh so before i had like graduated school the second time i got a part-time job as a receptionist at a motor dealership or like a motorcycle dealership or whatever so it was just whatever what did you sell motorcycles okay it's a motorcycle dealership yeah um it was a pretty like disastrous onboarding program because like despite the owner being male everyone that was in the office was female and the woman that trained me was just like one of those kind of like stereotypical 23 year olds that are just really catty for no reason at all, but try to come off friendly at first for like positive vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a Kelsey <laughs> move. It's a Kelsey move. <laughs> oh. So, um, so like they, she trained me and she told me how to do everything. And she said, like, if it's, if you've done everything and it's still like really quiet out here, it's okay if you wanna like read, just make sure nobody sees it. Like, mm. no customers see it. I'm just like, okay, that's fine. So I would do all the things I was assigned to. And then, like, twice I had, like, just read a book for, like, 10 minutes, right? Uh, so the owner comes out and he's like, why are you reading a book? And I'm just like, well, I did everything that I was told to do. And I have nothing. Oh, but all those papers are there. All that. It's just like, yeah, but I was told not to leave the front desk if I'm all alone. Just to call the other offices to come get their stuff. It's like, doesn't matter. Just like, but that that's what I was told to do. No, you have to go. So they yelled at me a lot. I would hear these women talking in the back office about their fake titties and all this stuff. And the one time I talked about going. Oh my God. It was so much louder that time. Yeah. Holy was shit. it really? I yeah. didn't touch anything. Oh the my one... God. It just blew out my eardrums. <laughs> the so one so... time. I didn't do anything. <laughs> the one time I talked about going to a specialty shop for like a cosplay corset. That's the time I get talked to by the woman that trained me. But like fake titty talk titty, was though. totally okay. Um, so then eventually, like I go in one day and I'm just like, I'm doing everything and I'm supposed to and whatnot. And then one of the women that I've never talked to just calls me into the back and she's like, We're going to have to let you go. I'm just like, oh, like, okay. It's like she's like, oh, it's just like we we don't need you anymore and all this stuff. And this was over like the three month mark. So like you went can't... to a specialty shop for a corset? Yes. To cosplay as what? No comment. No, yes, comment. Oh, come on. You already told us about the corset. Like, what what do you mean? Okay, you remember Kate Beckinsale's outfit in Underworld? 
Yeah, no, no, but I'm gonna Google it right now. Okay, Google, <laughs> Google that right now. I'm Kelsey. aware of Underworld, but like I've never seen it. Okay, it's it's not like a great movie, but it's a fun fun action movie. Isn't there okay. like four of them? Yeah, just the first one's worth it though. Uh, actually, uh, you know what? You get sex scene Kate Beckinsale in the second one, so it's up to debate if you want to watch the second. I'm one. I think that people who watch media like a TV show or. Like, there's a lot of people who are like, dude, Game of Thrones is okay, but, like, dude, the, the, the nude scenes, like, that's what's up. It's like, the internet exists. Are you really going to waste that much time on some fucking movie? That's true. That's like, dude. true. Okay, so you had, like, a whole pleather, like, outfit, or? Well, I just had, like, shiny leggings, but I didn't have the, the pleather. And mom. you're going to give me shit for leather pants repeatedly? Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I liked the leather pants. Hmm. I was just picturing that loser from Grandma's Boy. But she did say that because you were wearing them, the women that you worked for were wanting to get in your pants. There you go. I so do still have to tell you the story about the 69 eyes wanting to hang out to the girl with the girls that went home with Yappy Boy. Oh, yeah. You did tell story. us that story. I didn't tell you that story. Oh, okay. I brought up that I should tell you this week about that story. Okay. Yep. Actually, this will be a good segue into it once I'm done this story because this is going to take a, a wider turn. Okay. Okay. Oh, um, okay. so yeah, they they she called me in. She's like, well, I'm just like, oh, okay. Do you want me to just stay the rest of the day since I'm already here? She's like, no. So they gave me a severance check, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm that's cool. So at the time, I had okay, so I had been engaged and I'd broken it off while I was working at this place. And then about two months after that, I met this God, I shame I met this guy. He's kind of a hippie dude, but I was like, oh, he's he's fun and he's smart and he's hot whatever so you live in a van what would the dingle master think even about worse. these decisions hmm? even he worse. did not live in a van where did he no. live did he live in he, a tent he lived in a shed that he had converted in his friend's backyard oh he, he lived, lived in, in a beat off shed, beat-off shed. <laughs> <laughs> shed just at the time oh that self-esteem low six months before i had met him he had gotten a divorce <laughs> oh wow these are the type of decisions that somebody who goes to raves and corsets make oh no. i also had very yeah, very low self-esteem at this point in my life that's what i said i called it <laughs> yep. I was like, low self-esteem baby um so yeah they gave me a severance and whatnot it was all good so this guy that i had been in a relationship with i was oh gosh yeah we were yeah mm, you're Just gonna keep... lose respect for me <laughs> i don't have any keep going we were technically in an open relationship oh um in okay. which i was his main partner uh. um i never took advantage of it because that thing is not for me but like i <laughs> he had kind of what? like manipulated me into thinking it was okay so i was totally okay with him so fucking other no girls. you were not in an open relationship you were with a guy who was banging other chicks yes yeah. but then he would take me on the dates and he would show me all the love and all the attention and all that stuff and also fuck me oh dungeon master i know you're out there in florida listening to this i'm sorry guy um so we had gone <laughs> to a sex club one night Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, and you saw your boss there. Oh, dear God. And the male <laughs> boss that had hired me, the male boss that I had originally hired me Wait, was actually... a sex club? A sex club. What is that? 
besides um, the obvious so basically it's just like it's a club that you go to where you kind of like pay to get in and it's just like a bunch of rooms and areas where just people are fucking out in the open and you're encouraged to engage uh you can like you can do whatever you want you can watch you can join you can do your own thing it's totally up to you are these employees fucking or is it patrons fucking or is it patrons both? patrons fucking the employees are usually just really like scantily dressed or just not dressed at all how is this legal? Wow. I don't know. I this don't is know. a thing. This so is a thing. So you go to the sex club. So we go to the sex club and we're like walking around and uh, we just like, we ended up deciding to just go sit in like one of the hot tubs together instead. Um, but in, <laughs> I know, in the oh, changing room. That's how you get that. <laughs> sepsis. That's how you get sepsis in your badge right there, guys. Right. In the changing room though. Um, like in the men's changing room, because there's no doors anywhere, right? So you can just see everything right. on full display. Why would there be doors? Um, we walk by, and the guy that had hired me that owns the dealership was in there doing a line of coke off another man's chest. You know what? When you own a motorcycle dealership, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I just like to add in, though, he was married with three young children. That also sounds right. Yeah. So. That was that was weird. And we had lo locked eyes at one point when I was going by and like we both recognized each other. Oh, no, so. dude. You, OK, for there are many reasons not to attend a sex club. Mm -hmm. Bumping into people, you know, is up there. Mm -hmm. This was like this was like almost a year after I had worked there, though. Right. So like this was like the last place I expected to see a married man. What happens if you see like your kindergarten teacher and you're just like, oh. That'd be really weird too. There probably were some kindergarten teachers in there given how fucking deranged Toronto people are. You live in Toronto? I live near Toronto. Toronto's on the oh fuck. No, Vancouver. I was thinking Vancouver. Never mind. I was gonna be like, wait a minute, you're on the West Coast? Vancouver. I get I confuse your silly towns. But now the job that I've had for the <clears throat> last five years, I've had a female boss, and she's actually been the best boss I've ever had. There you go. Oh, have you bumped into her at any sex clubs? No, but also she's been the best boss I've had because she doesn't have a typical female brain. Uh, she has an honorary dick like you? Pretty much. And she's also a foreigner. Wait, are you pro-foreigner now? Because I don't know if I like that. She's from, okay, she's from communist China and she left because it was communist China. Oh, rad. And she rules. Fuck yeah. yeah. So like she, she can see through the bullshit and she knows Dude. what's important. When I look at the list of countries that listen to 8750, China's like number five. Really? Really? Yeah. It's fucking weird. And like Ukraine is one step above that, which is also just kind of like, what? Really? I thought there was a war. How are they listening to podcasts? I know. So you got to tell me <laughs> that there's a decent chunk of Ukrainians who have it really hard right now. It's a stressful time. There's fucking bombs going off. They're ducking. They never know when a nuke is going to drop. But the only thing that helps them sleep at night is listening to this. Yeah, because we're funny as fuck. <laughs> Takes their mind <laughs> off things, but not anymore because we mentioned the war in Ukraine now. <laughs> They're like, that uh, That Vladimir Putin is such an asshole, but not quite as big an asshole as that Yeti Yev. But his yeah, the, accents are very funny. <laughs> those are all of my uh, bad employer stories. Dude. The open relationship and the sex club thing. Man, how old were you when you were doing that? 20. I started dating really late. I, I lost my virginity at 24. 
it just surprises me how much of an open book you are. But then the first time that we met, you were like, there's three things I will never tell you. I lost yeah. my virginity when I was 24 <laughs> in a trucking accident. <laughs> well, actually, it was right after a car accident. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Nailed it. <laughs> fucking nailed it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Wow. There's a lot about oh, me. If, if you wanted to implore, there's a lot. <laughs> Dude, does husband know all of these stories? Or is he going to find out about this when he listens to the pod? Um, I don't think he knows about all the work stories because that's not really something I've ever talked about to him. Um, he knows about my last boyfriend, though. He knows that like we were technically in an open relationship. The last boyfriend was the open relationship guy? Yeah, I've only been in three relationships, including my husband right now. Oh, damn, dude. And so how long of a break was there between open relationship guy and husband? Over a year. That's good. I'm sure you matured and really grew as a person. You left that old sex dungeon going lady behind you. Oh, my God. There's a whole story behind that that we could dedicate an entire episode, in all honesty. The amount of shit that I went through. That's also the boyfriend that graped me. What oh. the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot there that we can unpack if we oh. really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yes, there, there, yeah, there we go. Wow, dude. You, wow. I just, <laughs> fucking Vex Electronic, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at you go. <laughs> Man, you fucking rule at podcasting. Thank you. Thank you. It's because I talk a lot when I go to raves. Like, because you're high on drugs. No, because I'm sober and I just like to, the, to enjoy the vibe. If you're sober and go to a rave, you are retarded. So which is it? I mean, I did that. And I never <laughs> and you're did that again. <laughs> hey! You I'm just offended. made my case. What? <laughs> I mean, I have been told recently that I might have a tinge of the tism. So, yeah. Maybe oh, I hey, am Vex. retarded. Sorry, Am-I- I'm trying to fix I know. I'm trying to fix something. Okay, I got it. Um. So, hey, Vex, you want to know another fun one? Uh, oh, this other, other, another dude that I ran off did a autism quiz on me on the podcast i did mm-hmm. not fare well no no you did not it was embarrassing i was like <laughs> were you disgusted with yourself afterwards no i was pissed at the test <laughs> i loved it i was like this explains so much whatever tell it to your self-diagnoses of adhd lady um i will next time i talk to her and you know hey, what what I think I might have the tism too. I think yeah. I, I think I have the Audi HD is what they call it. Audi what? HD? What's that? It's when you have autism and ADHD. <laughs> oh. I thought it was when it. you had a fondness for Audis. No. <laughs> I do have a fondness for Audis. That's the belly button or the car? <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should be new 8750 lore if it's like, hey man, you sound like you really like Audis, and they'll be like, hmm, but we'll know. We're calling them, <laughs> we're calling them Spectrum Z. And they're like, no, I have an any. What? <laughs> we'll be like, hey, you got a Q5, Q7? <laughs> <What do you laughs> <got?"> 